Hello. Hello. This is the Heavy Metal Over Six Pack podcast. Wait, is it? I hope so. We'd like to begin this podcast with the happiest sound in the world. I'd like to say this is the eighth location in uh, Studio B that uh-huh. we have uh, been in. Now Dude. I've made us a location. And you'd think <clears throat> with that many changes that it would be like a bigger studio? It technically <laughs> is a little bigger. It is. <laughs> But I just didn't know we could have. And like there's a fan behind you. Almost ten different formations of setup in one. Could be sweet one, in the summer. One stud. So I'm in. Io. Little airflow. Mm-hmm. Little action. Mm-hmm. And did you see the lights? Can loan you the banner. You can make Dude. a cool like wall for like video purposes. I can make the lights do whatever you want. <laughs> hey, don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> I got twenty dollars. <laughs> All I need is five. Oh. And you'll no. flatter your spider cannon. So. <laughs> So we got some stuff to do today. We left off somewhere last episode, and we're going to continue right along. Starting with the year of our Lord, 1991. The year was 1991. The year of our Lord, 1991. The place to be determined. <laughs> this one was rough for me. I have two, but I have to pick one. I have to pick a song off of it. Hmm. Uh, you know what? 91 wasn't so tough for me. No? But... Much like we did last time, let me give you Loudwire's mm-hmm. expert opinion and what started this whole thing. Again, just if you guys didn't listen to the first the first part of this, uh, this was inspired by the best metal song of each year since 1970, as published by Loudwire. And since we're smarter than everybody, we decided we can make a much better list, and that's what we are doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then after looking at this list, I determined that I'm not smart at all, <laughs> and I don't want to do done. this anymore. <laughs> now, according to Loudwire... And this this actually upsets me. The song offends me. The fact that this was it. And you know what? It's more popular than it ever should have been. <clears throat> 1991's Metallica Enter Sandman, off of the infamous self-titled Black Album. Okay. Hey, I hate that song. Really? I hate it. it I, I actually it actually annoys me to hear it now. Yeah. Maybe because of the overplayed thing. But. The fact that that's better than everything else that was published that year is offensive to me. Okay. So that's my opinion on that. I'll let Dave go after you, because just in case you picked. Perfect segue. Uh, I agreed with Loudwire. Did you, right? <laughs> the one time on the list, that was the one time I did. And just because that is so overplayed. Like, I don't even like that song, but, like, you hear it, and it's like... <clears throat> and especially, like, that, that takes me back to that time. Mm. That takes me back to... 1991. Right. <laughs> when I was in diapers. When you were one. No, but it's like... the best song on that album. No, it's not. Absolutely not. No, it absolutely isn't. It's just the notoriety of it, though. Uh-huh. You know, and that's... I tried to... Especially with this, like, as these lists go on, I try to take myself, like, out of it. Like, 
I try to be as objective as possible, but right. it's but it's a subjective perspective. There's no way, you know, but it's like, you know, the point in my life, like, you know, the songs that I remember from that, like, yeah, that's that's probably the... I look at that list of songs from that year as the, the most notable song for me. Yeah, absolutely. Like, am I proud of that? No, not really. <laughs> There's a couple of those on this list that I'm not proud of, but... That was the one that I agreed with Loudwire. The the one. So out of forty, we're we're doing okay. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I went a little less metal with mine, and I actually went with off of the album Ten, by Pearl Jam. Mm. I went with Black. Yep. Because it is yep. like kind of like hidden noted that it is one of the greatest albums of all time. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I mean I mean, I could have picked any of these songs in theory. You know, even flow, alive, why go, Jeremy? Like they're all good. So, but I, I went with black because I think that's one of the, the bigger. Roles. So even to that point, though, like so, black is like very heavily played, but I, I don't despise that song. Sure. Like you go to any acoustic show in the world, they're playing black. Mm-hmm. Our first <laughs> podcast episode, <laughs> deeply black. Tom Smith, our second second episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, back then, mm-hmm. back then. So like, but that song is like not annoying, like. No. But all good, all good, all good choices. My uh, my follow, <laughs> my honorable mention was actually my my favorite Aussie album ever. Yeah, ever. Uh, no more tears. Mm. I know that was the introduction of Zach Wilde as well. Um, That's interesting. You bring that up, Anthony. Is it? Because considering you took Black, I will go ahead with my second choice, which is actually oddly enough Loudwire's second choice. The runner-up for Loudwire was Ozzy Osbourne and the No More Tears album, hmm. and I went with the song No More Tears. Oh, yeah? Okay. See, I went with Mr. Tinker Train, because I really like that song. <laughs> <laughs> but 1991 does bring some, some <laughs> exciting stuff. Uh, Dismember actually started. Now, here's the thing. I, I decided not to talk a whole lot about Dismember, because like, unfortunately none of their albums are findable anymore. Really? Like, you literally have to go to, like, an old-school, like, um, <clears throat> like, like record store. And they have to have, like, used CDs because, like, they are wiped clean from, like, the uh, the social medias. So I don't know if they just didn't do the contract anymore or, like, you know, whatever the case may be. Which is really weird because it, it was for a while, like, the early 2010s and 2000s, they had some new new albums that had come out and the older stuff disappeared. Which I like the oldest stuff, but... Sure. Monster Magnet started putting out albums, which is unfortunate <laughs> for all of us. That was serious. Unbeatable. Cannibal Corpse <laughs> started their annual uh, release. At the Gates started popping, in, popping up with EPs. Anthrax's Attack of the Killer Bees was released. Yep. And let's see, real quick. Honorable mentions for Bands of Deformed. Machine Head. Yep, that was a good one. Incubus. Incubus. Yep. Not to be confused with the thrash metal Incubus. Yeah, I guess it's too. It's confusing. What? Yeah. There was a European Incubus that was like heavy thrash metal. They they were from the early 1980s. Is that like Fuel and Fuel? Yes. They found out that the two founding members of Fuel both have equal right, exactly equal right yep. to the name Fuel. So now there's two bands named Fuel. That's like, uh, <laughs> what is it? El Nino, right? <laughs> Cradle of Filth was formed in 1991. Our buddy Dave from Frenemy, Acid Beth, was formed yep, in 1991. That. that was like the first one I popped up. I was like, oh, that's no old Pogo. And that's all I have to say about that. So, moving right along. Good start. Good start. Good lively. Solid. 
considering we were all hovering around like the same three songs there, like yeah. that's 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 good. I that was guess. That, that was a great great contribution there. That was two awesome songs. Beautiful. All right. This <laughs> <laughs> is regurgitated. The year of one thousand nine hundred and ninety-two, <laughs> according to Loudwire, was Pantera's vulgar, vulgar display of power. Their song that they picked was "Mouth for War." Runner-up being Nine Inch Nails and the song "Wish." Uh, this one was relatively easy for me. Okay. Now, a couple of... I'll, I'll just throw out my quick honorable mentions. Uh, uh, Testament came out with the, the album The Ritual this year, and um, the, the song Return to Serenity, which I still believe is like one of their most played songs according to the social medias, is a pretty sweet tune. Um, I also... I'm not going to say those ones yet, just in case... But the one that I picked was Iron Maiden's album Fear of the Dark, and the song mm-hmm. is Fear of the Dark, because it might be my second all-time favorite Iron Maiden song ever. Uh, cool riffiness, good vocal action, <laughs> awesome guitars, awesome intro, <coughs> overall feel, and just kick-ass song. Dave? Hell yeah. Um, it was a little tougher for me at first, but then, uh, like I said, I try to stay objective with it, uh, and I... I really hate repeaters. <laughs> I really do. Um, but I had to go with Rooster by Alice in Chains. I think okay. that song is, uh, that kind of set the stage for Lane and, mm-hmm. and all. They kind of it kind of started the, let's call it a roller coaster. <laughs> uh, you know, it was, it, I felt like that was like the, once that song hit the map, it was like, they're blipped there forever, right. you know. Nope, that makes sense. I, again, stayed a little less metal, but I actually went with, off of the album, Core, the song, mm, I'm going to go with Plush, from Stone Temple Pilots, because I think that was their big push album, Plush, sex type things were huge. That's like their number one song. (laughs) Pretty much. Like, if you go, like, it's funny because uh, I looked that song up, I think, like a month or two ago, and as soon as you look it up, it's like guitar tutorial. <laughs> like, that's like the number one. Yeah. Like, I want to learn how to play plush. <laughs> <laughs> the tab is this, and the tab is this. Yeah. Uh, good so, pick. So, since they didn't come up, like, off, off of Vulgar Display of Power, actually, there's two actually other songs that I actually would have went with other than uh, what Loudwire picked their uh, Mouth for War. Um, the two songs are like a new level, fucking hostile. And I'm sorry, there's three songs. Um, probably equal, like was probably my second runner up, like overall was This Love. That's a good one. Because I, I just love that That's song. Awesome like how song. it's like, it's so it's, pretty. It's soft, it's so pretty, bad. It's really like quickly. Good, and it's just like, it's just bam. It's like, fuck yeah. off. Yeah, Rise is pretty good too. Yeah. So, I mean, that was off. So, there's definitely some decent mm. stuff coming out. It's not like the year 1999, 2000, where it took me a whole page worth of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, it's going to get worse, mentions. man. It's just going to um, get worse. Uh, dude, it I, really is. There's so many honorable mentions, man. And I had, uh, truthfully, I just stopped. <clears throat> like, I, there was a whole bunch I was going to write, and I was like, I'm just going to. I'm going to stick with these, like, five, because if I write all the honorable mentions, I will never shut up. I was actually thinking I could make myself, like, a decent playlist just of all of my honorable mentions. Seriously, right? And, like, I'll just be, like, in childhood, like, <laughs> memori- yeah. memories. If you want to go back to the 90s, here, put on these headphones. <laughs> honorable mentions of bands that formed in 1992. <clears throat> uh, I just had a couple of good ones. Uh, Stone Sour No is definitely one. Uh, me. Sorry. 
I didn't realize Stone Sour's been around that long. Memento Mori, is that the band I'm thinking of? What is it? Memento Mori? Uh, might be. It sounds Swedish. All right, you don't know what I'm thinking, so nope. this is probably like really confusing for you. Uh, P.O.D. was formed in 1992. Pod. Puddle of dumb. Awesome, uh, awesome hardcores, Vision of Disorder. So, actually, uh, Trey's girlfriend worked at a bank at the time as a manager, and oh, yeah? they had to pay somebody, and it was after they died, and it said the, the thing was their, their loan was payable on death. That's where P.O.D. came from. Payable, uh, okay. pay, payable, payable on, on death. death. Mm-hmm. Okay, not pizza on <laughs> Duncan. <laughs> pizza on Duncan. Uh, I don't know who Duncan is or why he has shots, pizza, man. but I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, I would, I, let's take a bagel bite. <laughs> Remember, when you have pizza on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. <laughs> anytime. <clears throat> Anything else to add, boys? Moving right along, Nay. 1993. Right along. Nay. All righty, all righty, all righty. I, I know we should probably save our honorable mentions until the end. But oh, that sounds confusing. <laughs> just in case, just so nobody steals anyone's so thunder. So I'd like it. you. I'd like to go back to 1993 <laughs> when I really wanted to talk about. No, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, you mean like by the end of like all of us like give ours and then we do honorable mentions? You're not talking at the end end. Right. That's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. No, that, that oh my bad. That makes more hard. sense than what I was I, making fun of. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why are you making fun of? I was like, that's stupid. It's like, why is that? Why are you coming at us with like the worst idea ever? That's that's what I'm known for. <laughs> Again, Great, Andy's late. Perfect. <laughs> Actually, you're right on time today. Hey, I was I was a little early. It was amazing. See, five o'clock. That's our that's our hit point there. We're still like awake and sprightly in like this early in the day. <laughs> We're spry, <laughs> sprightly. It's like a spring chicken. <laughs> All right, 1993, <laughs> per Loudwire, just to refresh our memories, Type O Negative, the song Black Number One, parentheses, Bloody Kisses. Can I just say that this year specifically from Loudwire is a fucking travesty? No? No? Just me? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you, what you picked? There is like nothing that comes close to Tool Sober. There's literally nothing. Okay. That actually makes a lot of sense. Literally nothing. Like, to, for you to straight up go over Maynard's, like, dude, uh, I, who works there? Who uh, made this un- list? Undertow, right? At the album? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that, 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 when I, like, I did a bunch of research and stuff, and I'm, I'm looking at all these other, and I was like, dude, there's literally nothing that even comes close mm-hmm. this year. And I looked at it, and it's like, obviously you guys are going to come up with that, so I'm not trying to crap on your picks, but, like. I think these guys are about to pick is stupid. No, I was saying that, like... I'm the best. I was just shocked by Loudwire specifically because of everything that you could have picked. I would have picked a top five from that year alone, and that was not even on the top five. Mm. <laughs> like, so, Tool Sober, that's me, 93. Nothing from Nirvana in utero? Nope. Hi. Don't get me wrong, I love Nirvana, but like I said, I try to be objective during this. <clears throat> because I'm, I'm not gonna, like... I don't love Nirvana. No, I, I don't. I, truthfully, I don't love them either. I think Kurt Cobain. Uh, all right, this is gonna get. <laughs> Here we go down the rabbit hole. The anyway. way that I kind of went about it is that the ones that stuck out as more like memoriam to mm-hmm, me of mm-hmm. like the time and just mm-hmm. the ones that were released yes. that really. Uh, so I actually went a little off. This actually wasn't on the wiki, which is interesting. But it's still, how dare you? But it, but the date's still correct because I had yeah. to look it up. Me too. Uh, the <laughs> not this one, but album. That I'm going with is Pork Soda by Primus. <laughs> and the song is My Name is Mud. 
because like that was like my dad had a system in his truck and that song was fucking awesome perfect yeah <laughs> so, I mean it's like it was sick it was like I, all that bass in there it's like yeah I saw that guy play um I saw them pl- they were at like the uh Loke Bazooka when it was um at Green Hill Park in Worcester and like he is so casual with like his bass slap like he mm-hmm. looks like he was bored like it's like <laughs> dude that's yeah. just that's just gnarly. That album's really good altogether. I actually own it, but yeah, that's what I go with. All right, I got a little I got a little metal to throw in this hey throw yo, in this pile. Let's go. Just a little bit of metal. It's actually this is actually my favorite album by this particular <laughs> band. I'm not a huge fan of this band, but if, if I was gonna pick a favorite album by this band, it'd probably be this one. This is uh, the the album is a uh, Chaos AD by uh, Sepultura. Okay. Um, the uh, the song that I chose off of it, it's not the most popular song off of that album, but it's the one that I've always loved, and it's a song called Propaganda. It's got a good... You know, it's kind of like... I guess it's kind of like... I don't want to say exactly the This Love vibe, because it's definitely not the This Love vibe, but like enough soft mixed in with enough sure. heavy to make it like cool and interesting, and apparently I was very uh, habit-forming in these years. <laughs> yeah. And like that's all I really wanted to uh, listen to. So... That's about all I have to say about that. Okay. Cool. To be completely honest. Alrighty. <clears throat> Alrighty. Oh, so sorry. Excuse me. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, let's go. Let's might as well keep our trend. Go real quick through some honorable mentions. Six feet under. Okay. They formed in '93. Formed in 1993. Nice. Papa Roach, 1993. Yep. That's a tr- yeah. That's another one. A uh, band that I've always actually enjoyed, Nothing Face. Yeah, I've um, seen them. They pop up a lot. Uh, Mushroom Head? Mm-hmm. Yep. Corn? Corn? <laughs> yeah. Corn? Uh, Corbett Kalani, formed in 1993. I think we're going to need a couple more beers before we talk about Corn. My, uh, my backup honorable mention was actually going to be uh, Life of Agony, River Runs Red. That's a good one. Because I love that song. That's a good one. Uh, Demi Borger, 1993. Children of Bodom as Inearthed. Well, it's weird because, like, the year, I don't remember which year, but they had, like, Only in Europe was released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, the actual, like, world release was the year after. So I was like, okay. <clears throat> All right. Cool. Moving right along. Be out of here in time for lunch. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> yes. All right. 1994. I guess we'll do, like, two more years and we'll take a, we'll take a beer break. Beer, beer, beer. 1994, according to Loudwire, Far Beyond Driven, Pantera, song, I'm Broken. It's a great song. Let's throw yeah. that out there. Yep. Runner up, Megadeth, Et Tout Le Monde. You can fuck off with that one, Loudwire. Yeah, I, that's, I, think, I think my issue with the list is that, like, they'd either be, like, you know, they'd either give a good answer and have a horrible runner-up, or they'd just have a horrible answer and a horrible runner-up. Right. Like, I didn't find, you know, it was, I, I don't know. It was, it was difficult. It was difficult. It was a difficult list to digest. Yep. So I can really quick give you my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, one, of my, uh, one of my favorite hardcore bands, like, growing up. They were, like, on the cleaner side of hardcore, because hard- hardcore in the early 90s and mid-90s was really sloppy. And really, like, not sloppy, but, like, it was, like, really noisy. And it was generally just, like, a couple of, like, really fast riffs with, like, just crazy drums and, like, whatnot. Like, mm-hmm. this this um, hardcore band, they're called Strife. Yep. They do the Paranoid cover, right? 
I don't know. Not sure. I'll have to get back to you. Third on that strike, one. Uh, strike, striker. Third strike. Third strike. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that back. It's good band too. Yes. Definitely not in this de- uh, decade. No. Um, but cool song they made there was like slipping, which is like probably like one of their only softer like songs. Definitely a cool song. Uh, Pantera Unbroken was actually would have been on my list. Not remembering the loud wire already brought it, but this one was really easy for me, and I wasn't gonna stray from it. Corn uh, blind, yeah, which I awesome. still think is the uh, best intro to a metal song. Yes, ever. Because you know shit's about to go down when right when that. And they they would always they do it for an extended period of time. It shows too. They'd like they'd like warm up their show with it, you know, like all silent lights flashing, just mm. man in it. <laughs> well, it's like one of those things because you hear that. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is Why? Why is anticipation growing in me? What you're waiting for is that. And then. For mine, I might I might steal this from Dave. I don't know what he picked, but I went with actually Spoonman from Soundgarden. Is that weird? Why is that weird? Why would you think I'd pick that? I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> I love Chris Cornell. I've never been. But yeah, that, that's probably that was like the album that kind of introduced me to Soundgarden. Uh, that between that Black Hole Sun, yeah, and uh, Fell on Black Days. Yeah. I uh, so I went the rock route, and I so for reference, I double checked, and yes, honorable mention. Nutshell was released in 1994. Yes, that's a great song. House of Chains is awesome. But I picked a much more underrated band who I wish did a lot more with the time that they had. And, you know, the, the industry, obviously you can't blame people for that. I'm not blaming them. But I, um, I went with Live, Lightning Crashes. That's a good song. Because that song, like, you just, it's kind of timeless. Like, it's got that, again, that, and you can't even call it a riff. It's like that. It just, it's catchy. Like it's, it's it another one in your that head. like builds too. Yeah, it's like real quiet. Like yeah. kind of slow to start. And... It's like a band until like four weeks ago. I I like forgot they existed. Right, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying. I wish I saw so much more from them because like I like Dolphins Cry. That's my yeah. favorite song. Yeah. That's a good one. <clears throat> you know what I was trying to find the other day? Um, because uh, the Fast and the Furious movies are making their their way around the uh, the HBOs again, like the originals, like uh-huh. one and two. Yeah. Uh, um, or one and or Fast and Furious and Too Fast, Too Furious, yeah. and uh, there's a song that's on that album. Like when he's actually driving up to the diner, mm-hmm. it's actually a live song. It's called Deep Enough, mm-hmm. but it's mixed with a rap artist. Oh, that's right. Like there's a remix version. Yeah. Which I think when I was younger, I think I actually had the uh, the uh, um, Fast and the Furious uh, soundtrack. But there are a couple other tracks in the movie. Like, there's another one. Like, the first time they're going the race, and I hate to keep going in different directions here. Oh, but the first time they're going the race, there's a rap song that's played. It had like a like a cool like like beat to it, but it doesn't actually exist. Right. Like it's never been published. So yes. what I did, what I found on YouTube, somebody actually took that and like multiplied it. <laughs> so like it actually sounds like a song. I mean, it's repeating itself, but it's sure. actually like the length of like a song kind of a thing. Nice. But. The live song, kind of like the same thing as like all my dismember music, can't find it anywhere anymore. Like you can find the original, right. the original. I forget that what the album that it's on is called. I actually, oddly enough, I actually own that as well. But the remix version gone, hmm. gone, poof. There's a lot. That, actually, that first Fast and the Furious movie. There's a lot of good songs off that. 
Uh, oh, they did. They did a lot of stuff. Well, like got some dope in there. Yeah. Right. Dope. Oh, dope. Oh, uh, Hatzel. Uh, what were we talking about? Did yes. We fi- did we finish that year? 1995. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw mine out real quick. Well, let me give you Loudwires. Oh, oh, please. Please yes. do. I bet you picked it. I bet we did. I bet, I bet, it I was, bet you guys were all over the band it, Death. Is it Mega Death? No, it's just Death. Oh, just death. death. It's the minor. Version. Just regular Death, minor uh-huh. Death, and Mega Death. Uh, the song <laughs> Crystal, or Off of Crystal Mountain, the song Symbolic. <laughs> I don't know, one of those two. Crystal Death Amphetamine. <laughs> Perfect. That's but, Crystal Method. It's different. No, my bad. Another good group. Very uh, enjoyable. I used to be in that techno thing. I went with this album. One, because I can. And two... <laughs> I can! <laughs> because this was actually the first album given to me that had a parental advisory on it. Ooh. And I'm going to go with the song More Human Than a Human. Nice. White Zombie. Cool. That was the first yep. introduction to that. As it's respectable. Mm-hmm. And no, Rob Zombie, the vagina is not an instrument. Uh, it depends on how you play it. That's fair. <laughs> you want to know how uncultured I am? That's literally probably like one of two White Zombie songs I could actually tell you that I recognize. Really? I, don't, I don't know a lot of White Zombie. No, I, 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 definitely, I definitely know more do. Rob Zombie than that. Grease paint and monkey brains. I think I'm more I'm more interested in like his movies and his uh, his like sure. art. Yeah. Art. Art. We'll just call it art. That's fair. Like, I don't love his music. Well, that was always the thing that they always... I mean, Rob Zombie's always been a visual show anyways. Oh, yeah. definitely. Oh, <laughs> a visual it's like, show. It's like, I don't love Marilyn Manson music, but goddamn, does that guy put on a concert. Alice Cooper, the same thing. I mean, I can't say that. I like some Alice Cooper, but same idea. It's all the visual aspects. And evidently Ghost. I don't know that. I was, uh... I was actually... <laughs> so... I that story. You can fuck off <laughs> This was a year that surprised me, honestly, when I had to do research to, like, you know, figure out, um, I don't know, which direction I was going to go. There was a couple of honorable mentions, but um, on the on the softer side, just because I feel like everybody knows it, I had to mention it, but Goo Goo Doll's name came out in 1995. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Bro music. Yeah. Bro music. Yeah. But it is technically rock. Butt rock. Yeah. Butt rock. Yeah, That's right. But, uh, but. I so I was actually surprised. <laughs> full that circle. I put this uh, it's a full circle, buddy. <laughs> I was surprised that this band made my list because I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of them. But obviously, like I've said a million times, if you make it in the music industry, you have my respect anyway. But um, I went with 1979, Smashing Pumpkins. Okay, as much as I'm not a fan of what's his name. Strict, yeah, yeah. But as as a Billy band, Corgan. I mean, yeah, the giant baby. Strictly yeah. because of the uh, the roller coaster meme. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> That's the best. That is the best thing ever. Come on, it's pretty funny. And to I see that circulate, fucking what thirty thirty years later or whatever, like come on, that's a classic song. I had to wait. What album is that? Uh, gurgle. Okay, it's not the one I'm thinking of. No, Smashing Pumpkins. That's fine. I'm sorry, I thought it popped in my head and I was going <laughs> to... Digress? Okay. <laughs> um, okay, Dave. Dave, okay. Okay, Dave. <clears throat> oh, Dave, okay, okay. Um, Did you pick yours already, Marcus? No. no. Okay, I was going to sure say, didn't. I bet I know what it is. <laughs> what, do you think? what do you think it is? I couldn't probably guess the song. <laughs> but it would probably be... 
I narrowed this down to four songs that were like very important to my uh, my existence. I was gonna go with Fear Factory. Demanufacturer. That was one of the that was one of the four. <laughs> the wow. man, the man See? speaks to me. He does. <laughs> this is like I my mean, that's part, part my of brother, my job. Like that's literally removed. That's literally my job is to physically speak. Um, <laughs> so that is it. what you hired me for. It's weird for radio that's when you just sit here. <laughs> when I just make funny faces and fart noises. So yeah, again. So there was four again. I narrowed this down to four songs that were very important to my existence at the time. Fear Factory is definitely one of them. D Manufacturer is definitely one of them. I actually decided not to pick this song. It was very it was like eh, gut wrenching. There was another one at the gates, blinded by fear. Mm-hmm. That song great. is amazing. It's a good one. That album is amazing, but that mm-hmm. song is amazing. And it's it's always made me have like a soft like at the gates does something. I'm like, ooh. Wasn't the uh wasn't that in flames album that was released that year too? Yeah. But it was like the uh, really old one. Yep. I think it may oh, have been an was, EP. Um, or... um, yeah, that was just an EP, so yeah, that and doesn't count. They if you actually listen to that, they were very raw back then. Like it was, <laughs> it was like no, it was like crazy raw. It was like that was like garage recording. Is, is Marcus talking crap about his binky? Yes. So um <laughs> Oh, trust me, they're coming. <laughs> hey, no, don't worry. Trust me. Trust. They're gonna they're gonna be talked about just flat just plenty. Um at the time and th- so I picked Deftones. Okay. Nineteen ninety five Adrenaline came out. Yep. Um between Adrenaline and Around the Fur, like this is like literally when I picked up a guitar and I learned like so many of these songs. Now I had two songs off this album. Uh, the honorable mention, I guess, will be engine number nine. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Max Cavalera does an appearance in the recording. Interesting. On that one, which is a good time. So the official final song that I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw on the list is gonna be Deftones' uh, "Root." Root. Mm-hmm. Uh, iconic um, start riff, good heaviness, and a crazy underrated album. Especially since they went in a completely different direction. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with White Pony. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that is the one, two, three, four, five. First five Cinco. years. First five years of the, this this particular decade. So we are gonna we're gonna pause for a breather and we'll be back with a beerer. Uh, let us attempt some beer. Beer is good. So when you think of... <laughs> when you think of a harpoon, I want you to think of getting stabbed with a cannoli stout. <laughs> that was not where I was going, but I like your idea better. So, I was going to say, when you go to the North End of Boston and you mm, want a nice dessert... Mm, open till like 4 a.m. Yeah, fresh. That decision to go there, to that place... So we got, uh, we got two Boston icons mixed together today. Mm-hmm. Beers coming from Harpoon Brewery, and the place that we're talking about in that fabulous North End is the famous Mike's Pastry, who are very famous for their cannoli. How do you feel about the cannoli, Anthony? You down with the cannoli? Cannoli is my favorite dessert. But, uh, but disclaimer, and maybe unpopular opinion, this is not my favorite cannoli place in the North End. That's fine. Fortunately, that place is closed that I used to like. It was an old lady. It was like a very tiny corner little bakery, oh. and she made the best cannolis ever. And then the last year that I went was her last year there. So. Oh. Mm-hmm. That wasn't one that had like the deli in it as well, no. was it? No. Okay. It was a very tiny. It's right on the water. What kind about of that place in Worcester? You don't like that place in Worcester? Which one? Place? 
Uh, holy cannoli? Holy cannoli. I just made that up. Is that no. right? Yeah, holy it shit. is. Yeah. Yeah, they have, no, I have, not they have the food truck, too. <clears throat> yeah, they have two locations. They just did a pop-up in uh, Burlington. So uh, this is where I put in my uh, my sacrilegious comments here and reasons why I've been disowned by my Italian family. Uh, I despise cannoli. To each his own. Well, sweet. We're going to drink a cannoli stout in honor of you hating cannoli. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, so 7.3% uh, alcohol by volume. Uh, yeah, drink up. I wonder if I've just never had the right cannoli, but I'm just so sick of trying. Sour I feel like it's acquired Danish's. because, like, the whole ricotta. Like, is that ricotta. and the uh, the rum that they usually use in it? Am I saying that right? Is that it's ricotta filling, right? The cannoli, traditionally. Can, traditionally, yes. Okay. But you can kind of. I mean, I was thinking too. I was like, I hate it too yeah, much. Yeah, stuff in the frosting and move on with your day. Any loser? Whipped cream. <laughs> Gentlemen, no, it would have to be thick, man. No, it's thick. First impression. Smell? Did you smell it? I did. I'm not going to enjoy this at all. It smells not? like a stout. Why not? It smells delicious. Tastes delicious. <sighs> tastes like chocolate right out of the gate. Oh, it does. Tastes like chalky chocolate right out of the gate. Not it tastes chalky. like you yes, stop it tastes it. like Baker's you chocolate. Stop it. it tastes like that unsweetened fucking. You love harpoon and you know it. Stop being a bitch. I didn't say anything about harpoon. I'm speaking I... strictly about cannoli. Yeah, see? What? See? Aren't you glad? No. Probably nobody likes it. I told you that I would not enjoy this. It's okay. It doesn't taste like... It starts okay, but then it tastes it, like it's like somebody put Tums in my mouth, like in the middle of me eating the cannoli. Wow, I'm not getting any of this. Mm. Was I supposed to shake mine? Do you have COVID? Because if you can't... Uh. Do I have COVID? <laughs> if you can't taste it and or... All right, second it. sip is easier to drink, but only because it's still lingering. Uh, It's got this flavor that's like... Very dessert. You know, I could not drink more than a lot of this. You know what I think this is? <laughs> I think I'm stopping at twelve or thirteen. I won't go. I won't go one more. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of like a. So this stout is brewed it's, with lactose. I was gonna say it's almost a coffee flavor, but Cocoa it's not nibs, coffee. It's like vanilla cannoli shells. And with natural flavors, what the fuck that means. What exactly okay. are cannoli shells floating around in there doing for anybody? <laughs> it's just like drinking beer. <laughs> well, I feel like it does have a gritty kind of flavor to it. Like it sticks on your mouth, like gritty. It makes your it's makes like my when mouth you make like gritty. tortilla soup. You grind up tortillas and actually mix it in the soup to get that tortilla flavor. <laughs> well then, well, I feel like somebody made a. I a, made tortilla soup. I just actually made the tortillas. I just top them. Up yeah, the you can do it on the side, but if you take a little and crush the them up and mix just... it in. You get that little bit of tortilla flavor. He's swearing at me. It's weird. Fuck. Ass. See? Predicted the future. <laughs> dragon tits. <laughs> I was going to say, you sound like a guy from Boondock Saints until you said dragon tits. So. <laughs> <laughs> <like> Fuck! Ass! <laughs> <laughs> dragon tits. <laughs> um, I feel like this kind of... seconds. This was Armageddon. Love this song. Um, I'm going to... Uh, this doesn't taste like beer, first of all. Let's, Let's start with there. a positive. This is a... I actually am enjoying this stuff. I'm proud of you. It's very desserty. I'm it proud of you for trying. Desserty. Um, a little the on the heavier side. It, Definitely the a little heavier. I think if it was lighter, I would probably enjoy it more. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, Anthony. Anthony. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a four. I'm giving it a two. I'm sorry. I'm uh, giving it a two five, and I'm not sorry. 25? That's because I feel like... Guys are tough. Man. This tastes like. I feel like somebody made a cannoli cake, and then scraped the bottom of the pan, and put it in this beer. 
Maybe? Like the like overcooked a cannoli cake, like burned it. And it's like this. How the hell do you burn a cannoli cake? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It would just go. It would just fucking leak. It everywhere. just melt. It would. He just made ice cream in the oven, Dave. Yeah, Congratulations. Like in the oven, like literally coating the oven. Perfect. It's like when you yeah, cook a I pizza can't. I really can't describe these yes. flavors I'm getting. But it's I like I can't pinpoint. There's a bug on my. It's like head. it's like you know when you eat something that's like charred and burned, and that like char flavor stays in the back of your mouth. I don't know if I get that. I just it's just a little much for me. I think it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. Flowing into my orifice. <laughs> definitely get more chocolate than cannoli. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely. It's like a chocolate stout. Right. Yeah, more than anything. Yeah, it's for sure. But it's a little bitter to me. I they should at least call it a chocolate cannoli stout. Mm-hmm. That might be what. Maybe they're using like real cocoa, Anthony. Maybe this, cocoa is like, nibs. this is like legit. It's like legit <clears throat> cocoa stout. It tastes like bittersweet chocolate. And I fucking hate bittersweet chocolate. Who the fuck would make that? Why would you make that? <laughs> Hey, you like Thank chocolate? What does it taste like? My asshole. Here you go. Congratulations. <laughs> like seriously. Like why? <laughs> Who thought that's a good idea? <laughs> Rant. Over. I apologize. No, I'm not. Don't apologize. That's we needed that information. That was awesome, dude. We blessed the world. Thank I you. Landed that plane. That was great. <laughs> I'm not even a pilot. <laughs> okay, get you fired up more often. <laughs> On the air, not off the air. After we're yelling at all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. You guys suck. <laughs> when I make a joke and you don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but we digress yet again. Uh, I guess we'll get back to work, though. Off we go. Heavy Metal All Six Back presents the greatest song every year since 1980. Now you're just being silly. You silly sausage, you. My sausage has been known to get silly from time to time. <laughs> All right. When I make it. I hang the string on the it and make it dance for you. <laughs> we are moving right along to 1996. Now, according to Loudwire, 1996, top song from Tool was the song Edema off of Edema. We're the close runner-up of Sepultura, Roots, Bloody Roots. <clears throat> I actually forget this album came out. Stinkfist is way better. That's why I picked it. 1996, oh, Tool, shit. Stinkfist. I didn't mean to do that to you, dude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Such a dick. I apologize. We just talked about this. It's like, it's like, guys, maybe we should hold off on our honorable mention so you <clears throat> no, don't like, ruin our thunder. No, it's fine. I co-sign. <laughs> I co-sign? I think it's a great, it's a great song. Regardless. Wait, it doesn't what matter. did we say? I thought, uh, I, I do, I think, look, all respect, Tool's great, and it was great, but if I had to pick between the two, come on, <coughs> had to uh, go with Stink Fist. My choice, and I'm disregarding, obviously, the situation in which this man is in, mm. but <laughs> the album is uh, Annie Cray Superstar, and I want the song Beautiful People. Yeah, he's in some, some hot water yes, right he now, is. Huh? Uh, Again, I'm only going off... The music and the song, because that song was huge. We are separating the talent mm-hmm. from the man. Yep. It doesn't. I was. Yeah. Let's get into that conversation. Maybe that should be an episode in and of itself. Separating the talent from a man. Front men who have gone awry and ruined ah. classic music. We hit on that with uh, "As I Lay Dying." Yes. Yeah, that's the same idea. Yeah. What? Try there's, to kill your wife and. There's a shit ton of other bands. Oh, yeah. That, unfortunately. Well, like, that sounds uplifting. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for that one. 
Um, we can just sum it up right now and just talk about the bands for two minutes and digress. Um, anyway. So for my choices, I actually like went a little bit off the beaten path. Um, I went back to like, uh, again, like going to the, like the early to mid nineties. Like I had like this little like hardcore thing going on and I always tried to find like unique talent in my hardcore, my hardcore interests. Mm -hmm. And, um, there are two bands. Uh, one I'm going to give the honorable mentions to the, uh, that up being uh, vision of disorder. Uh, that came out with, oh my God, I forget what the fucking album's called. It doesn't matter. The songs on it, <laughs> it the songs that came off of it that I picked were uh, Through My Eyes and Suffer. It's Vision Disorder, 1996. I believe it's it's not imprint. It's, um, doesn't matter. Moving on. But the song that I will pick is a band called Earth Crisis. Interesting. That I used Sounds to like listen to, like, a whole bunch um, the bummer with this band was, I, um, we tried seeing them live once and, uh, they didn't, it was supposed to be at the Palladium and like their bus broke down and it was like my one opportunity to see them live. And, uh, the other bummer about it was apparently this band is straight edge cause they used to go around with like all kinds of straight edge, uh, bands, which in itself is like not a problem, against. but I was not a straight edge. I was generally high as a kite everywhere <laughs> that I went and yeah, but just straight, band. straight edge people are very violent. They're rough. It's weird. Yeah, I used to be one like, of them. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Walls at Jericho is at this show. They have a female vocalist. She does a set. She comes down like she's hanging out in the crowd. Like she just happens to be like sitting there, like right next to me. I'm like, oh hey, you guys sound awesome. You guys are great. Oh yeah, thanks man. Thanks, thanks. Music started. That woman beat the piss out of me. I don't know. All I said was a compliment. I got punched. I got kicked. I got headbutted. I got bull rushed. Like, she just took out all of her vengeance You've on me. You've never been swung at by a girl with a cast on her arm. That was the scariest oh. shit I've ever seen. <laughs> whoosh, when whoosh, I was just seeing Three Days Grace, they, like, for some reason they moshed at every song. Wouldn't it, like, we just wait for Riot <laughs> to play because, we, you know, like, pain doesn't really need to be moshed. Right. Sorry. But this chick had a full-blown arm cast. And it was like a fucking chicken wing just swinging that shit around. Like, I don't know who's going to injure more, you or the person you break their face. Swinging like, at every Kyle, the plaster strikes back. <laughs> seriously, like, <laughs> it's fucking scary. The official selection is going to be off of the album Gamora Seasons End. It's actually the song Gamora Seasons Season Ends. Fancy. So fancy. Give, so you, guys fancy. Something to, give you guys something to look into. Some, uh, there were some cool releases. Stain came out with Tormented this year. It did. Sure did. Um, also in my vision. In Flames, the Jester Race came out, but kind of the same idea, like the, the same deal. Like they were very raw back then. Yeah. Like, not that what they weren't <clears throat> talented. Sure. And what I actually didn't realize about the Jester Race is there are songs on the Jester Race that end up getting released like later, but like remastered. Like Behind yeah. Space right. was originally released this year, but then in 1999 on Colony, it's Behind Space 99. Oh, really? Never occurred to me that the 99 actually meant. Just the year. Oh, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> because that's when it came out. Yeah. Interesting. And fun honorable mentions, The Union Underground. I like The Union Underground. Within Temptation. <clears throat> Spine Shank. Yep. Oh, let's see. There was a couple of Nightwish. Mudvayne. Linkin Park as Zero. X-E-R-O. <laughs> a couple of my old school binkies, Into Eternity. Great band. If you haven't heard them, look them up. Kitty. Kitty was one of them, yep. Hello, Kitty. Uh, Gojira came out this year. So what? I don't care. I'm done with you, Gojira. Uh... Uh, Drowning Pool, Flaw. 
<laughs> Flaw. <laughs> Alien Ant Farm? Alien Ant, oh my lord. Uh, Mudvane. Mudvane, Mudvane yeah. Thank God for Alabama Thunder Pussy. Yes, that's also another one, yeah. Moving on. And Three Doors Down. And Saliva. Not into the uh, Alabama, Alabama Thunder Pussy? There, <laughs> Dave? I can't say I am, uh, but, you know, then again, I haven't tried it, so. Don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try anything at least twice. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> sure. All right, moving right along. 1997 is going to be the year. <clears throat> According to Loudwire, you should be listening to Rammstein Duhast. And Should actually, I, though? I actually like their um, their runner-up, In Flames, uh, Jotun. Good song. Very good. Um, I had honorable mentions for days. I can, I can. <laughs> I had a couple. I did have a bunch, but only wrote a couple. Um, I'll just give you a really quick, like what, because like it all, it all came down. This is actually probably like if uh, if you were forced to like pick your top five songs all time, like this one would probably land there. Um, came off of the album Horacle, uh, In Flames, uh, Gyroscope. It's probably one of the most beautiful songs they ever wrote. Mm-hmm. And all the times that I've seen them, they've never played it live, which is fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We'll have I'm to over host it. them and have them play it live for us. I'm over it. Like, I'm fine. I'm, o- I'm over it. I get it. But it literally is probably the most beautiful song they ever wrote. Mm-hmm. I'll save my honorable mentions for later. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I surprised myself with this list because I I don't know I scary surprise or good surprise kind of scary actually <laughs> yeah spoopy like, ah I'm a bro <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. kind of kind of what happened more Goo Goo Dolls no not Goo Goo Dolls it gets worse Shania Twain it gets worse there was so much so for uh, this particular year uh, mm. I had to go back. Strictly because of the greatest hits album that I'd listen to all the time, because my mom was a huge fan, so I heard it constantly. But I had to go with Creed's "My Own Prison." That's fine. I like. Speaking I, of frontmen who have ruined yeah. bands, uh, butt rock. <laughs> I, I mean, I like Creed. I think I, I Mark like Tremonti. I like Mark Tremonti, and yeah. that's that, that's what I want to talk about. Is that when a frontman goes awry, it sucks. Because everyone's like, oh, the band sucks. It's like, no. Right. That fucking guitarist slaved yeah. on that fucking album. He makes like, fucking Creed. Mark Trimo- yeah, work. exactly. And it's like, I just I wish w- I just wish Mark would get a little more credit. I like one off that album. <laughs> one. One. <laughs> one, yeah. That's a good one. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. It is. But I think My Own Prison was like there was the, another, there was another It put them on the map. There was another track that was really good. I can't, it's, it's not coming to me, though. So off I'm of that gonna, album? I'm not going to him and ha. Fair enough. I'm not going to look it up, either. And Tony? I actually went local, sort of. <laughs> With Bitch by Seven Dust. That a boy. Nice. nice job. Yep. Nice job. Proud of you. I mean, Black, to, I like Black, too. Black Souls are very good. Way to pull us out of the really good. Dave tried to put us in. Hey. Isn't it funny that he never <laughs> says that word in that whole song? That's weird, right? Right? Uh, I'll do my honorable real quick, because I'm here. Uh... See again. It's hmm. Wait, I just I oh, got I just lost it. Uh, my well one of them actually is actually him. Yeah. As much as unpopular opinion. Uh Sweet 666. Okay. So I think it's a really good song. Him was sneaky good. Yeah. They uh, were really boring live though. I believe that. And then of course uh Godsmack. 
with pretty much any song off that album. But I really like Moon Baby because that's like one of my favorite ones. <clears throat> Afri- Afri- men- mentioned hardcore band that I was talking about earlier, uh, Strife with uh, Slipping. They had that, that nice soft one. The real songs that they actually played that I, I really enjoyed, they had two. It was like Force of Nature and Waiting. Um, those were like my two all-time favorites by them. I wanted to give like a shout-out to like the original Coal Chamber and Loco. Mm. came out in 1997. Mm-hmm. Like this is when a, this yeah. is this is like when the era like came, like 94 to 04. We knew mm-hmm. how to party back then, man. Cold Chamber was awesome. There's nothing fancy were, about them. I mean, Christ, they had a song called Big Truck. Yo. Uh-huh. Big Truck. It was like literally move te- move. move it on. <laughs> it was literally <laughs> It was just... like literally 10 words in that song, uh-huh. but it was epic. <clears throat> Um, Deftones also was like right up there. My own summer is uh is uh, pretty timeless and uh that probably the heavier song on that album. That around the fur is uh is that the next album. That's around the fur. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. My own summer and the song Head Up was on that album, but unfortunately, Gyroscope came out in '97, so the rest of you suck. In my it I M O. Emo. Emo. Oh, That's what it means. I-mo. What did I just do? Emo. Oh no, I just ruined everything. Did you? Sounds like my love life. Wait a minute. Why is this over here and over here? I'm so confused right now. Oh. Sorry, guys. Technical difficulties. What year are we are on? Are you, though? 1998. Going to 98. <sighs> I'll get there in three seconds. Alrighty. <clears throat> According to Loudwire. 1998. Oh my god, my computer's like. Let me make sure I'm still recording. Can you guys still hear me? Sweet. Yes. All right. Should we pause it just in case? Nah, we're good. Okay. Let's go roll with it. This had a lot too. Yeah. Metal music. All right, I got that back. Okay, 1998. According to Loudwire, off of the album Follow the Leader, Freak on a Leash by Korn. Not bad. And, uh,. To my little mess up earlier, I said Godsmack. That was actually 98. My thing swapped on me. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, yeah. That's for uh, honorable mention. <clears throat> Fair enough. Apologies. Unacceptable. All right, ni- way, 1998, as, fa- as close to power metal as you're probably <clears throat> ever going to hear me go. Um, I forgot what this album was called. My God, I'm so poorly prepared right now. I'll find it again in two seconds. Uh, Something Wicked This Way Comes is the album. The band is Iced Earth. And in my opinion, the greatest song that they ever wrote. Close second song, Melancholy. Um, But The Coming Curse is the best Iced Earth song ever. And it came out this year, and I give them all the props for it. Cool. It's fair. I had... uh... I had a couple honorable mentions, but they're weird ones. Okay. <laughs> a little off the beaten path. I went, so... I love the fact that Loudwire picked corn, but I also appreciate that Got the Life is probably one of the best songs off of that album. <laughs> so I had to go with Korn's Got the Life. It's a good one. I like BBK. I had to do it. All in the Family is really good, too. So... I, went I love with, that song. Really I went funny. with Got the Life, but just to take you back in time, I'd like to let you know that Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing came out in 1998. Along with uh, Armageddon. <laughs> as well as 
Everlast's what it's like. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You know, I always thought I almost picked that song. I always thought that was Sublime for the longest time. Really? Because it's the kind of No, ever, he only ever had like two hits. The other one yeah. was with the uh, Santana. Yep. Dude, Dead Bodies Everywhere is a great song on that album. Mm-hmm. Uh, my actual pick for 98. My Gift to You. And Here Ake My Eye. That's a good one, too. Yeah, Here Ake's on there, yeah. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
Yeah, understandable. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that because yeah. <clears throat> that might be like that top five thing. That might that might be up there for me. Um, somebody else start this one if you could. I actually went with Static X. Good. With Wisconsin Death Trip. Mm. And oh. the song that I went with is actually, I mean, Push It, of course, but yeah. I actually really enjoy I'm With Stupid. Okay. I really enjoy that song. Yeah, I uh, Push It was one of my honorable mentions, for sure. Yep. I was always a Blood for Days guy. Blood for Days. Yeah, it's a good one, too, yep. I, I was I was I was actually that whole album. I like I I lived that whole album. Yeah. But you know what the good thing about like Static X Wisconsin Death Trip and the Slipknot um, release came out and like both of those albums I could literally start to finish. Mm-hmm. Like there's no skips. I could literally just play them and not skip anything and right. like be entertained. Sorry, I need to take away. No, no, you're fine. How dare you? Talking on a talk show. What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. I just want to talk. I just want to talk <laughs> over everybody. <laughs> Even though he said, someone else start this. <laughs> no, no, no. I had to look because, like, it's buried in there, but I actually remember what my obvious one was. Proudy, what is it? You want me to do it? Yep. You want me to do it? I. You know what? Okay, Mark. Okay. okay. Mark, okay. Dave, okay. okay. How about you just do it, Mark, huh? How about you go ahead and just do it, Mark, huh? You're going to come at me. You better come hard. Oh, come on, Mark. Oh, how about how we do that, huh? You have no idea what we're talking about. I need right an adult. <laughs> come up the laneway. <laughs> End of the driveway. Don't come up the laneway. <laughs> end of the property. Excuse me. End of the property. Don't come up the laneway. Yeah. Um, Does anyway. your choice for have Rob Flynn in it? No. Oh, no. Okay. It's my favorite song by this particular band, though. Okay. And it held out time. We actually saw a cover. We actually saw a band cover this. The other, Children of Bodom. This one time. So I wanted the Children of Bodom and the song Downfall. Mm-hmm. Acceptable. I will accept this. As acceptable. A... <laughs> I saw that came out this year and I was like, well, there's my obvious. But there was one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'll let Dave go first and then I'll yeah. I'll just rifle off a couple of these because I, I you know, it's a talk same. show and I, I just want to tell you my thoughts on everything. So I went with the Black Eyed Peas. You're uh, a motherfucker. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I, yeah, join the club. Join the club. LOL, they didn't exist yet. No, uh, so I was I surprised. Cherry. No, I was surprised by this list for me because I was like, okay, first of all, I hate repeats, and then to have a repeat back-to-back. But I found out that I have a huge appreciation for Fred Durst and everything he does off the stage. I, I can't listen to him to save my life because it, it grinds my gears, but... So you went with somebody who was signed by Interscope Records? No, I went with Korn's Falling Away From Me because Fred Durst directed that album. Yeah, makes sense. He's on it, so... Yeah, and Falling Away From That's Me... That's a good one. That scared... That, that scarred me as a kid, like, watching that music... I remember watching that Red music video and having it just like... And, like, I can't... It was like a train wreck. Like, I can't look away. <laughs> this is This is scary and awful and horrible, but I really, like, the song is catchy now, and it's... Forever imprinted on my brain, so you win, Corn. Falling away from me, 1999. Might be their second best opening. That's a good one, too. I saw them live when that when that album came out, so they were doing the support tour for this. Yep. It was just a big red curtain, <laughs> and like the whole room goes black, but the curtain was still lit, like from behind. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the... <laughs> and like the bass that they put out, it's like, it's not, like, it's not just... Boom. Yeah, it's Oh, they love bass. I love them for loving bass. I love them! Who was it? It was the guy that was. There was a guy driving. I don't know. Never mind. I'm gonna go down a fucking rabbit hole. But yeah, falling away from me. Corn, 1999. Uh, I feel like I had more honorable mentions. 
Oh, there's a lot of cool shit. Uh, Colony, oh. Colony from In Flames is out there. The song yes. Scorn I would have picked. Coal Chamber, Not Living is a sneaky underrated one. But that's just because, you know. Uh, Machine Head, The Burning Red. Burning Red's a The Blood, The Sweat, one. The Tears. Um, that cover of uh, The Police. Police. Um, uh, message in a Bottle. Thank you. Seven Dust, Denial. Oh, yes. Seven Dust. Going back to my hardcore days, Skin Lab came out with a song called Scapegoat, P.O.D., Southtown. Southtown's mm-hmm. awesome. That was an honorable for me. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Uh, about that. I threw out him for uh, Razorblade Romance. Uh, right here in my arms was a really good one. I also had that I just lost because I'm the best. And going to keep talking because it's Power Man 5000 tonight, the stars revolt. Because I was big into them when I was younger because my dad used to listen to them. And uh, When Worlds Collide was like, yes. like one of the best things ever yep. in the world. All right, 1999, honorable mentions of bands that formed 10 years. Well, a perfect circle. I'm sorry, go ahead. I had a couple. Well, no, it was just, uh, so I had, well, good Lord. Now I got to look at my list. Then. So honorable mentions for me, like I said before, Static X, Push It, Southtown P.O.D. And then I went with, truthfully, I think this is the best song off of this album. Uh, I wish they did more of this, and I'm not sure why they didn't. But Creed's What If. Going. That's a great song, right? Like if they had what stuck if, with that, like if. that kind of like that album was a stinker though. That was like literally the only yeah. song on it. it. Exactly, and that's exactly what I wanted to say. That's why that was an honorable mention. I love that song, but that entire album. Nothing against that album. They had higher. It was Human Clay, so they had higher and friggin' arms wide open. And all, the soft songs took off, mm-hmm. which is why What If was kind of like left by the wayside. But like, I think like all time. I think What If is, like, top three Creed songs ever. I I think, if I remember right, I think they tried releasing What If as the original single off of that album, Mm -hmm. but then they were, like, losing fans. I was like, hurry, 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 put arms wide open out there. Hurry, get it out, quick. That happens a lot, lot too. Get him on the hills of Ireland. We'll get some shots, we'll put his arms out, and then we'll do the music video. Get him back on the radio. Yeah, seriously. Pretty much. But at that point in time in the music in the music industry, that's what it was like. But but yeah, I had to go. I had to put that honorable oh, mention. M three, I realized Mushroom had that album released for these two. Uh, Solitaire Unraveling. It's a good one. Oh, that's a great album. M three. Mm-hmm. That band I was talking about earlier is just the band I'm thinking of. It was not the band I was thinking of because they came out this year. Oh. Morris Principium. Ah uh, yes, those are the guys. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize they were that old. This one's gonna be a. Oh, there were some great ones in ninety nine. In that, so ten years, a perfect circle yep. was actually three formed. inches of blood. Mm-hmm. And Nalnath Rock. Yep. Avenged which, Sevenfold. So far, I like one of their songs. I'm still working on the rest of the calendar, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, the Autumn Offering was great. Uh, Breaking Benjamin. Bleeding Through. Breaking Benjamin. Dragonland. Or Dragon Dragon Forest. Forest. Yeah, the then ears- they were Dragon Hot. Earshot. I like Earshot. And Deshikari. Yeah. They were a shot. They were like a fucking flash in the pan, though, man. And that guy, that that guy is weird looking. Let's, is he? Let's, really? Have I've you seen, seen him? him? No. Protest the hero. Uh, Kill switch engaged. And Lamb of God, formed from Burn the Priest, which yep. is weird because I think that's one of their songs. Yes, it is. And or albums. Yes. And Trivium. Mm-hmm. Who's that? <laughs> uh, it's the lead singer to Green Day. Oh. All right, so for this particular episode, we're going to cover one more year. Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum should be number one on all of our lists. Let's hope. 
I, I, I believe you. I'm just going to take your word for it. I believe you. No, this, this was probably one of my most difficult I believe ones. in a thing called love. So the year 2000, according to Loudwire, and I actually, I, I, I agree with this one pretty high, pretty highly. A very underrated Iron Maiden song, but off of uh, Brave New World, the song was The Wicker Man. <clears throat> the runner-up is stupid. Something called Vader and Wings. I like Vader, but I don't know. <clears throat> well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call him stupid. It's fine. I mean, I did mean to call I him stupid. I don't actually know just... him directly, so... Well, you were calling the pick stupid, not I, the I, song. I... Correct. The pick was stupid. That's exactly. I was the not song attacking... Is, the song is what it is. We don't attack artists here. We attack their work. <laughs> <laughs> that should Everything be a slogan. You did was... Oh, I didn't realize this was that. Okay. Dave, you should go first, because I know what yours is. No, you don't. Do I don't know what yours is? I guarantee you, you will not pick what mine is. It's not... Any Linkin Park hybrid theory song? Nope. Wow. I, I put an honorable mention for all of hybrid theory because wow. I have beat that dead horse senseless. In the I end, right? Uh, I don't even think that's the best song. I think that's no. it's a good song. Yes, yeah. but off of that particular album, I would have gone with "Pushing Me Away" or "Crawling" in that order. I like paper. Cut. In that order, paper cuts good. I like Was that like points with of you? authority or something? Hmm? No, with you. Um, with you is really good. Oh, that's a great song. That's not with you though. No, that's points of authority. Yeah, that's not points. That is the name of the song, right? Points of authority. Points of authority is the name of the song. I'm going to look it up because I can't remember the goddamn place for my head. Place for my head is what it is. <laughs> that's a yeah. good one, too. Yeah. That whole album is really good. That's why I said the entire Hybrid Theory <laughs> yeah. album is my honorable mention. So I wasn't, I, I try to stay objective. I try to get myself to out, out of the list. <laughs> trying to help you out, man. Uh, but, and I don't want to go down that honorable mentions. I, I have one more honorable mention I want to talk about. Um, but this one's interesting for me. This pick for me is, uh, I didn't realize this. Because you see the video and you don't realize, like, the... Okay, so like if you look at like iconic music videos or iconic things in rock and metal, mm-hmm. right, that have happened in our memory, we always forget the context of the time when that happened, sure. right? Like years later, it's always easy to remember like, oh yeah, that song. Like what I didn't realize <clears throat> is that this song was not yet released until 2001. Mm-hmm. So officially it wasn't released until 2001, but in 2000, Aaron Lewis and Fred Durst performed outside. At the Family Values Tour of 1999 in 2000. Okay. It did not get released on the Stained album until 2001. Right. Yeah, yeah that's correct. Yeah. Aaron Lewis, Outside, that's my pick. Feeling those lighters. Love it. <laughs> Feeling those lighters. <laughs> See, Fred Durst gets referenced all kinds of times throughout my hard, list. I find it hard to believe that was like... that. Wasn't until '99 because that originally yeah. came from the Family Values tour. Correct. The Family yeah. Values tour of '99 went into 2000, and so when I did my research and looked at, all I guess it, that makes sense. There yes. was probably more than one yes. Family Values tour because exactly. like that, that was like right. a thing. Yep. I never got to that tour. Right. Like that pissed me off. Like some fear. So like my friends suck. Fuck you. But just because of what Aaron Lewis and Stained and everything, I feel like that that song like that moment that moment in time right there, for me that like, that's just like a timeless piece of. I don't know art. Like I, I look at that as like, like cusp of the century, <laughs> like year two thousand. You have two guys, two front men of two bands that are gonna blow up and be extremely successful. You know, mm-hmm. and they're both sitting there, literally sitting on a stage with lighters and a guitar and microphones, playing to thousands of people. Like that's oh okay. shit! I didn't realize this. Was... I know. Yeah. I know. It's yeah. bad, man. It's bad. I have I have one more <sighs> honorable mention, but I'm gonna let y'all go. Anthony, I, I feel like you had me covered on this one. So. I struggled a lot with this one. Yes. Um, but I wanted to go heavier, so I went with Mudvayne. Nice. 
Oh damn! Did I not? Did I not get the one you wanted? You That's did. fine. That's fine. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, the okay, song, Anthony. Okay. The song obviously <laughs> is Dig. Yes. Because. <laughs> you know, he did that Pretty weird. Much. Oh man. Yeah. You can tell. You can see him like distorting his voice when he. Oh man. Anyway. <laughs> if you don't mind, I'll throw my like what just like the, the first honorable mention I actually had because like this was actually on my so off of that album I actually think like I loved it like dig great song iconic song like and what the death blooms on that album is amazing like there's a there's that build up like at the end where it like goes quiet and it's like the dude dude you want you want it and like mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden like the double bass like kicks in and it's just like pure heavy mm-hmm. it's just pure heaviness so, like if you have like a decent system it's like because like it's like it's like being at like the palladium boom, 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 boom. it's like it's amazing amazing uh my only main well technically i had two uh honorables one obviously being disturbed with disturbed i mean technically that whole album because that is Sickness still, is very good. still yeah. my favorite album by yeah. them. Uh, the game is my favorite song. Um, but enough. I mean, again, what you can pick any. Yeah. Even if you want to go drop in plates, something for your ear hole. Uh, my other one was Papa Roach. Uh, obviously, the Infest album. Yeah. You know, Last <clears throat> Resort being a big one. Uh, I that was my completely forgot well. that that came out in 1999, <laughs> yeah, which is Resort. why I'm actually going off of my sheet and I'm gonna I'm like my my official. My official selection, but really quick, just because I'm a fucking weirdo. Go let me go. It. Let me go over. So the last time the In Flames was probably epic was when uh, Clayman came out. Clayman and Pinball Map. Let's like to throw that out there. I already talked about Mudvayne. I'd like to express my love for uh, Talina and the band Kitty. Yep, Spit. Spit was great. Brackish was the original. Brackish is really so good. So I'll stick. I'll stick with the original. I'll give him some Brackish. Is that the one with the run run on it too? Oh, I think so. Technically, that's a cover, right? It's um. Uh, that's a good question. I don't remember. What the hell is it? Why can't I think of the band? The Wall. Um, Pink Floyd. It's Pink, yeah, Pink Floyd cover. Yeah. Yep. And um, what was a softer one? It's like um, not Barbie. Um, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> I'll You're move right. on. So. I'm going to go back to this pop. Oh, and I'd also uh, like to just throw out Pantera Reinventing the Steel came out this year. Did this album? That was the last album. Um, okay, that's not the point I wanted to make about that. I almost, <laughs> screwed, I almost screwed that up. That's fine. But you caught me and I stopped, so we're, we're good. So I'm going to go back to Pop Roach Infest. So everybody knows uh, Bull and Butterfly, uh, Butterfly Wings, uh, Last Resort. The... Song on that album, Bull that, and Butterfly Wings. Uh, thinking between angels and insects. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, I'm getting drunk. I, I fucking a... this sucks. I hate it. I can't. I can't drink anymore. Like it the alcohol just is, goes man. straight to my brain. Just makes me retarded. <laughs> There's a lot of good songs on that album. So the the dark horse on that album, the song that actually meant more to me, like like probably than anything in their whole catalog, is a song called Thrown Away. Hell yeah. Okay. I actually think like the tempo of that song is awesome. I Inclu- think like, that's the hidden. Oh no, the hidden trap track is attached to that tightrope. Right. It's just, it just happens to be the last. Yeah, track yeah, yeah. Album. It's not quite hidden. It's, it's all the way at number like eleven, I think. Yeah. Well, eleven's thrown away, but I think it's all one song. This is nine minutes and thirty-six seconds, so I think they just put it together and put the space between it. But as far as like heaviness, like um, uh, his rapping, like uh, a catchy, like uh, like that. That song's awesome. Mm-hmm. And. 
Last Resort is like a close second for me. Like, uh, this, yeah, this is great. Great, 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 great. It's a good album. Across the board. We used to have CDs back then. I remember that. And like, <laughs> I went to I went to Florida and I just broke it up with like a girlfriend. I was like, this was like the one CD that like I had like the whole time. <laughs> Why is it always Florida when you break up with a girlfriend from Massachusetts? Well, it's like true. I don't know. It's <laughs> like, well, you just got a you just got a, out of a really serious relationship as a tenth grader. So we're <laughs> right. gonna bring you to Disneyland and make you feel better. Yeah. And you're like all like the well, amount of Massachusetts people in Florida is ridiculous, and vice versa. If I was in Florida right now, I'd be fucking happy because you know what. You'd find a Florida man to do something crazy with? I'm at Target. <laughs> oh, with an Olaf stuffed animal. Oh, yeah. I'm proud Sorry. of you. I'm proud there of you. It was no actual penetration. It was fine. I'm just goddamn done with winter. Dude, right? I'm a week away from my golf course opening. <laughs> Fucking, I'm going old man. Crazy old man. We're going right back well, to the God's outdoors. first album was really, oh, uh, second studio. Yep. All right. Any, any other honorable mentions? Did we get them all? I think that's it for now. Uh, this is uh, this is as far into the list as we've gotten so far. But so bands that came out in two thousand, not a bad list here. Not a bad list at all. Edema, that's fun. I like Edema anyway. As they lay dying before oh, he killed his yeah. wife. Between oh. the buried and me. Between the buried and me. Great song. <laughs> tried, uh, gr- tried, great allegedly. Band. Demon tried. Hunter. <laughs> I was about to say. From autumn to ashes, that one song. Yep. <laughs> that we all know but don't actually really enjoy. It. Does it? <laughs> You ever listen to Hurt? Yeah. Yeah, I saw them live. Really? Yeah. They opened for Three Days Grace, Seether, and Breaking Benjamin when I saw him at Songus. Interesting. He was playing the violin. The lead singer was playing the violin while he was singing. For someone who hasn't been to very many concerts, and like the fact that you've seen Hurt. I know. <laughs> it's like, no, it's strange, weird. right? I'd, I'd never heard of them. Literally, I'm not going to lie to you. I'd never heard of them before that concert. And then I saw them there, and I was like, wow, these guys are actually pretty good. Holy fuck, Steel Panther came out? Yeah. No. <laughs> Weird, right? It's strange that it appears that they've been out for a while. <laughs> uh, like, were um, they serious we, at first? We missed it. I think it was 97. A hailstorm. Was formed. formed. Yeah. Okay. It was weird, because their first album didn't come out until 2009. Yeah. <laughs> it's so strange, <laughs> like... So we're get this is like getting like really crazy clo- oh, like God. cool into like the trip down like memory lane like the, right. the late nineties man like it's just like the the stuff that you started digging up and like and I was it's like I'm gonna go back and go check out my old CD collection and then I'm yes, gonna go find a CD player yeah right those big boom boxes we all used to have I, the my, same my one. old ones got the tape, the three tape piece, players on it baby the three piece with the, the speakers players. that would slide in and out of the boom box yes. you know yeah that's nope. vintage cusp of the century right there. vintage. Vintage cusp. Like my body. <laughs> Vintage. I did actually buy like the CD drive thing that I can plug into my Apple products. Yeah, because yeah, Apple doesn't have that. Remember the CD changers that they thought were so cool you could put them in the trunk of your car? Yeah. So you could have six CDs. In, like, yeah, and you, you have to get out of the fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> like, who's the idiot that thought this up? It was like, very strange. So the ones you used to, the ones used to freak me out is like the ones that were like, it was just like one slot. You just kept feeding it CDs. Yeah. yeah. They, would, yeah. they would disappear right? somewhere. I was like, where are they going? Oh, no. Remember the disc changers? How you'd have like a DVD player or something with like five trays? Yeah. It's like, oh, I want to watch one of those. number two. And, and what's like, the first thing that's going to fucking break? Is yeah. that goddamn turntable. Exactly. <laughs> and the first disc in that turntable. <laughs> Why is everything made of plastic? You start hearing that, that death squeal. <laughs> You're like, oh no! Okay. Take the DVD out, quick! You breathe on it, like flies away. It's like you rub it, <laughs> yeah. rub it on your yeah, shirt, yeah. <laughs> put it back in, quick! I used to have a CD cleaner, a DVD cleaner. It's like this weird contraption. You put it in. 
Uh, oh, the little brushes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like it didn't really do anything. But like, why well, am I DVD? Why am I DVD skipping more? This is this is why. Man, this is just why. Like, as consumers, we're all idiots because like people right. come out with things. We're like, I could use this product. Right, it's true though. <laughs> so a fun, I digress. Like back in the day, like when CDs were a thing, I was like, what? I was that guy that was like crazy psycho about keeping my discs. And like my my actual disc covers and okay. shit, I couldn't do the book. The book, book the book thing pissed me off because I, I still wanted my discs. I wanted like my books. I wanted like all that. So if my friends came over and started like messing around with like my CD collection, and like I would like open a CD and it wasn't the disc on said cover of said CD, or they would take them out and just pile them somewhere mm-hmm. oh, when yeah. the cover is like clearly oh, right there. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's like clearly right there, and they're like, bro. Like, why, why are you, like, even stressing out, man? It's like, because look at my fucking room, dude. Like, every bit of my paycheck right now is in my room Red. in the version of CDs. So you being a cunt bag and scratching them up like a f- bastard. Nah, that's what <laughs> You happens. know what I've, I've noticed, and this could just be because it's, you know, it's a thing that's happened only to me, but... Like, CDs that I have from way back when are, like, scratch the shit and they work fine. But a more recent one that has, yeah. like, barely anything on yep. it. Yep. I it's feel a, like they're made differently. Oh, definitely. Oh, it's the same way of, like, any new technology. Look, it's like, oh, dude, we figured this out to make this way better. But if you touch it... <laughs> it gets no, no oh, seriously, look no, at... Oh, oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Go grab one of your old CDs and compare the size to the... Because the they're millimeters... Thicker, yeah. yeah they're, they were... Th- remember, you couldn't... You know how hard it was to break a CD back in the day? I remember getting hit in the eye socket with a CD thrown from halfway across the living room... And that thing was still total. That thing can still be played today. See, I wouldn't approve of that behavior. Do you uh, know, nor would I. Know, so we're not, not going to be whipping my CDs. I had older do siblings. Do you want to know a fun story about whipping CDs? So I used to have the one that hangs in your little foldy, you know, uh, visor. Yeah. One that goes across. Yeah. I had like six of them in there. My window open, blaring music. I turn into work, and they all flew. Into- oh! <laughs> oh! Yeah. Like you're throwing discs. Yeah. That's the problem with those sleeves. They would, they would, they would stretch get out. And and like, uh, go, go, gadget oh. CD. Literally. <laughs> like four of them fire. flew out of the window. I was like, fuck. Oh, man. Luckily, I turned into work, so I was right there in the parking lot, but still. Lots Dude. of sand to pull out of your fucking disc changer Dude, there. Dude, there's a Kona light beer? There's a bunch of them. Weird. Yes, I agree. Weird. Okay. Um, but we digress. We have anything else? No. Wait, what do we want to rant about? Like something about somebody doing something with something? Yeah, we were talking about the what? rant of us picking new songs next week on the next episode. Oh, you don't want to talk about that anymore? <laughs> okay. That's fine. Take us home, Dave. Twas already referenced. But that's it for us tonight, kids. Thank you so much for tuning in to Heavy Metal Over Six Pack, the only place where you can find local, national, and international rock metal and beer reviews, even if they are a cannoli stout. We will review anything rock metal or beer related. If you don't believe us, hit us up in our DMs. <laughs> hit our email. Let us know what you think. If you've survived this long throughout the, the episode, we thoroughly appreciate you and are grateful for your patronage to our podcast. I'd also like to thank you for attending... Actually, to that point, it would be nice if you actually bought something. (laughs) (laughs) I'd also like to thank you all for attending the last episode of this series where we all remain friends. (laughs) Because as we go down the road into the 2000s, it gets a little dicey. (laughs) Feelings will be hurt. Why would I be angry about somebody's interest in music? I don't know. It's not my fault you're wrong. I'm trying to... (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to be dramatic and build suspense. 
But that's it for us, kids. Next Thanks week so much on the podcast. Just do like a thing where like the next episode would be like last week on the podcast. And yeah. Have like a cliffhanger. <laughs> and my choice oh. is. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that would piss me off. We just that's made, actually that's literally why I stopped watching The Walking Dead because like they took it to like the like the fake end cliffhangers. Level. Oh, always they would get nowhere in the story in the story. Always, and they would still leave it at a cliffhanger. So you got to give us like a fucking answer at least once. The Walking Dead. I I, I watched it up until only two original cast members remained, and I was like, all right, I'm done. Mm-hmm. How long did that take? Like one season? No, it took a long time. <laughs> no, they just kept replacing the black guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm serious. They it's did, not even they made cha- up. No, it they was cha- T-Dog yeah. and then. Yeah. It was like, come on. Yeah, like, oh, we're gonna, we'll kill him off, and then we'll bring back another guy. But they always mm-hmm. just replaced the one black. It was weird. It was I, like a yeah, weird thing they did. Strange. Did we just digress the outro? Yeah, uh-huh. we did. That was awesome. If uh-huh. you stuck around, I don't Why are you still here? We love you. It's but like we'll a Marvel movie. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea, though. It's like, last week on the podcast. <laughs> we just make up fake cliffhangers? Yeah. <laughs> Dave didn't no, finish No, no, no. I don't beer. want cliffhangers. I, I'm actually thinking like a highlight from like last week. Maybe it'll like entice them to go what, listen to last week's. Maybe it will. Or if they already listened last week, it's like, why the fuck am I listening to this? Because I've already fucking listened to it. We do have a couple new new listeners that are pretty loyal. And by listeners, I mean singular. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Jeremy. What's up? If you stuck around this long. Anyway, we'll catch y'all later. Jeremy? Godzilla. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch you later. What? Yes, enough. Goodbye. <laughs> Wait. Are we done now? Uh, okay, Mark. Okay. okay, okay. All right. Well, Mark, are we done? Do you want to be done, Mark? You want to be done right now? You, you want to come at me? You better come hard. Oh, well, I... <laughs> tell you what. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> that is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Sick Back Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at HMOA. 6pack.automatic.net Email HMOA6 P-A-C-K at gmail.com Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.